Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Get all your favorites or get something custom. And make sure to stop by on Fridays for the $5 special. Pata Sushi. At Albertsons in the Newland Center off of Beach and Adams. Fuax. The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Bonsai balls! They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations. And download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl, healthy, delicious. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it, I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing, only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Welcome. We're uh, here at Banks Journal HQ in Newport Beach for our take two. Could second be, interview. Could be, Part. yes, second interview from Banks Journal. Banks Journal, yeah. In yeah. their beautiful office Showroom. right across the street on PCH. Got Frog House right around the corner. You got the the surf across the street. Vacancy coffee next door. 
we get a little tired. Yeah. Juice who, it up. Who are we interviewing today, dude? Dude. Well, we're interviewing, we're here with Banks again. And uh, I mean, it's an awesome brand, deep rooted with Australian and Japanese heritage. They got an inspiration with coastal design and creativity with perspectives of the world. I love it. The name Banks. I don't know if people know this, you know, I'm trying to give a little background of the, of, of the brand. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, suited with the constant changing and evolving of waves and design. It's pretty wow. interesting. That, yeah. was a, that was a commercial. I love it. But we're, uh, we're going to get inside the head of the, the main designer and, uh, you know, brand architect over here. That's pretty good. <laughs> Chris Shuey Schultz. Schultzstad. Hey guys, how you going? Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. yeah. And Stoked to have you on. And um, thanks for bringing in this amazing sushi platter and yeah. seltzers. Yeah, yeah. sushi. Where did you, you say it was from? It's called Pata Sushi. Yeah. James Chang, our uh, awesome sponsor. Yeah. And um, today I'm drinking a pineapple Ashton Hart seltzer. It's freaking delicious. Yeah, I got the lime. I got the pineapple. Pineapple, pineapple as yeah. well. It's delicious. You got all kinds of crazy good flavors. Jeremy's got the raspberry lemonade. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. We have the uh, the store manager slash photographer slash uh, <laughs> everything. Uh, cool. Yeah. Cool guy. I don't know. Yeah. Master Wait, of all it, trades. That's it, good. Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? Neves. Niece. Niece. Yeah, niece. Nice. Well, nice. shoot, man. We are stoked to Shoey. have. Shoey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Just um, just. Had a quick surf out Huntington with Rama, the um, CEO and co-founder. A couple fun waves, and now we're here with you guys. Did you surf today? Yeah, today. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty small, but it was yeah. nice and clean, and wasn't too cold like yeah. it has been. Dude, yeah. uh, what time did you guys paddle out? Uh, just quick lunchy, mm. went out for a lunch break. Took the mid lengths out. It was only about two foot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. You guys got a good lineup of boards in here, so you could, yeah, kind of. You know, get on, got on whatever condition it, you know, it's, it's out there. Yeah, yeah. board for thing. all occasions. So What's that number two board right there? That's actually Ty Williams board. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but That's little mini, mini Simmons kind of twin fin with a psychedelic spray on it. It's um, from what I hear, he says it's like one of the best boards he's got. It's Looks really like fun. a glider. Yeah. Yeah. So we got yeah, a board for every occasion where we can just duck out across the road on our lunch breaks and um, yeah, have a little break from the work environment. That's nice. why we're in this business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so um, let's start at the beginning, yep. Shuey. Where, were, uh, where did you find surfing? Um, well, I grew up on the Gold Coast, so um, I don't need to say much more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> living on the Gold Coast, that's, that's kind of um, what you do with, on your um, weekends and with your family is go to the beach and surf. But it was, I guess it was mainly from my brothers. Um, my oldest brother, he's uh, probably like 10 years older than me. He was actually a goat boater, a wave skier. But um, he was really, really good back in the day. He was like national champ and also state champ. Wow. So he was a pretty good goat boater. And then I actually... What? You know, like wave skiing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Australia, they call them goat boating. That's Goat boating. Yeah, that's a new that's a new word I've that's never. A, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, you'd actually don't see many um, like wave skiers around anymore. It's a bit of a, a dying. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, hobby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think most of them paddleboard now, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, my other brother, who's a few years older than me, um, he um, bodyboarded. So I, um, you know, being the brother that's a couple years older, I just wanted to do everything he kind of wanted to do. So I, we kind of at a real young age got into bodyboarding, and then it wasn't until I was about maybe thirteen, I guess, is when I started surfing. Nice. Yeah, and that's kind of late. It is late for... For Australia. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, like, even around here, I mean, that's, you know... Yeah, well, I bodyboarded, and I think, um, yeah, just, yeah, late bloomer. Yeah. We <laughs> so, all boogie board, though. Yeah. How, how, start. Yeah. Who, who uh, said, hey, man, get off your boogie board and get on a surfboard? I think it was just friends. Most of my friends were, like, surfing and stuff like that, and I was just like, okay, it's time to, time to convert. What, nice. what was your uh, like first board? Was it a hand-me-down, or did you get like? A um, I got a. Board? I don't know if you've heard of him, but it was um, a shaper called Feral Dave. He was based in um, Shugan on the Gold Coast, and um, it was probably the worst board that you could learn on. You know, like from the nineties, it was like one of those boards that was just too skinny and thin and long. Yeah, Whereas a, I sh- a Kelly Slater type. Yeah. Blip ballet slipper yeah like something like that and um i probably should have had something bigger thicker and um i always um stole my dad's like mccoy which was like bigger and thicker Sick. and easy to surf so. your dad surfed too uh every now and then he yeah. wasn't like fully into it but like he'd just get out there because we were doing it kind of thing That's do you think awesome. progression for kids is way more advanced now because obviously the equipment but when we've talked to surfers that grew up in the 70s yeah they either had like huge long like a single fin that was giant or they went to a twin fin kneeboard like they all learned on kneeboard which looks like that tie yeah you know williams board over there and then like the 80s just super thick but they were smaller 90s you went the complete opposite like just little wafer yeah you just wanted to small volume you just wanted to ride the boards that you saw like on the videos kind of thing that probably didn't suit you at all yeah Yeah. i want to surf like him (laughs) (laughs) yeah no not on that board no, that's cool. Well, he rides it like that, so yeah. I could ride it like that, right? But um, yeah, it wasn't until um, I moved to Burley, um, and one of my best friends, Jacob Byrne, his dad, um, Ian Byrne, and his brothers, Alan Byrne, mm, shapers. Um, they shaped me my first custom board that was wow. a bit more suited to to um, like my level of surfing. So. Deep six channel bottom? No, it was just it was just a normal like five ten kind of bigger bigger yeah. kind of wider board and and that's when I started getting really into it, like when I moved to Burley. And I always got boards when um when I was living there, either off um Earn Burn or Lowen, another local shaper there at Burley. Yeah, those who were guys the, who were the I mean Burn, who else was a standout? Nev at that time? Nev, um 
There was always JS and DHD on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, they were just in yeah. the prime then too, yeah. coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then further up north, there was like Stuart surfboards and um, and then also... Like ton of options. Yeah, there was, you know, there was a, like lot a lot of, shape, of good lot shapers. Of just like good, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Australia though, it just seems like it's way more of a, you know kind of like a national sport like it, you know everyone knows that yeah but um I, I can i can't imagine like growing up there you know and seeing that much surf in your face you know what yeah. i mean because i've never been to australia but every time that i talk to somebody one of my friends or whatever it's like they come back saying dude the waves are so good yeah the scenery is so amazing yeah what are you doing here uh, no, I'm just kidding. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm not sure. Most people would want to move, move to where the, the waves are the best, but yeah. no, I mean, it gets good here. But, but there's, yeah. you know, like it gets crowded here, yeah. but, you know, all the videos and photos you see over there, there's yeah. fucking way more people surfing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, it's funny you say that. Like, I'm on a thread for like some friends back at, um, in Oz, and at the moment, like the points are like pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah. And it like, really hurts to see that <laughs> after surfing like two foot Huntington and then seeing that it's like oh what, what am I turquoise. what am I doing <laughs> turquoise water everyone works remote I'll be- work remote over there again <laughs> board shores yeah. so so how old were you when you got that first custom uh, it would have been maybe like would have been like between 15 or 18 bit okay, older, wow. yeah. so yep. you didn't get a, your own custom board until then yeah that's crazy yeah. did you play any other sports um, I like skated, played rugby league yeah. a lot, and that's um, actually how I got my nickname. Um, my coach, he couldn't pronounce my last name, Schulstad, <laughs> so it was just, he just gave up on trying to pronounce it, and it was Shuey, and that stuck ever since. That's awesome. That's a great nickname, though. Yeah. Shuey's always, uh, it's easy, but it's cool, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, most people know me by Shuey, like, even a lot of my, my close friends don't even know my real name. <laughs> So did you ever get into competition or anything like that? Um, I never really got into competitions, but I wanted to. But I um, went in a few like burly single fins. Um, if you guys, have you guys heard of the burly single fin? No. Um, it's like an annual competition they have for um, past members that have um, passed away, like a memorial kind of contest. Oh, wow. But you've got to ride a single fin before 1985. So it's all single fins from back in the day you've got to ride and it's just a full weekend and it's just like a really fun contest. How rad. Like um, it's really fun. The whole hill's like packed full of people. There's like live music. So, really. So basically they gather a bunch of single fins before the 70s yeah. and then you pick out you just the grab them. You just grab them off the lawn rad. and then yeah you go and ride them. Um, but the contest actually is becoming so popular because it's so fun now. There's like actually a lot of the really good surfers that go in it, um, and it's hard to get in there now. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of actually have the same kind of uh, concept here. Yeah. Um, this guy Benny Bigler and uh, Randy Blake. It's Randy Blake, right? They throw a contest, uh, and it's it's before it was. It's the seven seventies. So you yeah. got to write a yeah board from the seventies. Yeah. But it's you can ride a twin. It's a twin fin or a oh, thruster yeah. or a single. Oh, fin. there's no thruster, no. From the seventies, no. Yeah. Right. So so <laughs> so before it was that right. Yeah. Single fins and and um, twin fins, and basically you you 
they put numbers in a hat, and if you pick a number, you get to pick a board from that lot. So yeah. they'd have like yeah, it's six or eight boards in yeah. like one, two, three, four, five lots. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. pretty sick. You, you yeah, it's hold, really fun. You, you eye out the good ones, and then yeah. you're like drawing the number right as the you know the yeah. beat's about to paddle out, and you're like, man, I hope I get it. Hope I get a good board. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gotten so popular, they they do a '70s, a '60s, and an '80s. Yeah. Yeah, and the '80s is kind of named the Bud Lamas '80s. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. fun. I mean, it's challenging, but yet you get to see great surfing. Because you know, if your guys were ripping. Yeah. You know, we just hope there's waves. How hard is it to ride a fucking single fin? Though? <laughs> yeah, really hard. Yeah, like the, they're so chunky and the rails are so so big and yeah, yes. and and the your foot placement on the board is like really crucial yeah. on a single fin yeah. where. A twin fin thruster, you kind of have a bigger sweet spot where a single fin, you have to be right in the right spot to like yeah. make it yeah. go the way you want it to. Yeah, for sure. You got to really use the, the whole, you move up and down the board too. Yeah. You know, you're not just planted and, you know, like a, yeah. you know, like a modern thruster, yeah. you yeah. know, you got to kind of like figure out like the movements. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So, do you, you, you didn't get into competition much, right? Yeah, not really, no. Any board riders? Like, were you a part of a board riders? No, no, no. no. Um, I was, like, um, would go down and watch the burly board riders and stuff like that and hang out and yeah. get the um, sort of culture vibe down there. Yeah. But, yeah, I never, never went in one. What, where's your, like, favorite spot over, like, along your, your homes, home area? Probably Strategy? would have to be Burley Heads. Burley? Yeah. yeah. I lived there for a long time, like, right on the headland and... Um, yeah, I just love that wave. It's spoiled right there. Just jump out, yeah. right? It's such a good point break. And um, yeah, when all those get at regular. The yeah, regular. Yeah. yeah, so it's perfect for yeah. me. I like I like it. Um, <clears throat> Burley or Kira. Yeah. yeah, just like the point breaks. <laughs> but yeah, Stratty is an amazing wave. D bar. Um, there's just endless amount of waves there. Yep. And all um, those places are pretty close to each other, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, not um, too far. Not too far. It's yeah. probably like. If there was no traffic, it would take like from Burley to Kira, like maybe like 15 minute drive kind of thing. Yeah, pretty close. A little more traffic once you get into the Surfer's Paradise, but yeah, yeah. it's busy out there. Yeah, still, I, I've never been, and like that's definitely one of my bucket list places to go is Australia. Yeah. Um, towards the end, like we, I end up just before I moved here, we moved down to like the northern rivers um, of New South Wales, like further down the coast, and. Um, the waves down there are amazing too and so uncrowded, just no one around. It's yeah. a little closer to kind of Byron where the, the bank's office was. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you surfed around there too much? Oh yeah, I've surfed. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where the bank's like Cabarita corporate is, but yeah, like yeah, we all live in, of that area is insane. Yeah, we, we um, have a house in Cabarita. Like um it's not as good as um like Kieran Burley, but yeah. it's still so nice and really uncrowded and yeah. just beautiful landscape. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't um, any day of the week? Didn't I just see some posts about like the WSL trying to put out an event or Lennox? Lennox, yeah, Lennox. And stuff. yeah they were like, um, they um, got, locals weren't too happy about that. Yeah, they, they yeah. came in force. Yeah, I think they might be having it at Cabarita actually. They had a um, you know, when they had the contest there because no one could travel, yeah, they had one of the WSL contests at Cabarita, the tweet, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah, and so I think they might have to have it back there. Yeah. yeah, just to keep the crowds down a little low, low key. Um, I guess like the locals were, I guess, a little bit more open to them having it there. Yeah, yeah. I think people in um, Lennox really didn't want it there. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's tough times right now. Yeah. 
have you gone on any, I mean, you're in paradise, but did you ever go on surf trips? My first ever surf trip, I went to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. We didn't get great waves, yeah. but it was still fun to check out and see all the spots. Yeah, because you've seen it on movies and yeah, magazines yeah, for forever. Yeah. And yeah. How you know, old were you when you went? I went with my brother when I was about 16. Okay. Yeah. But then... Winter we, or... Uh, their winter or... It was. It was around Christmas. Wow. Yeah. But it was good to check out the spots and um, all the f- the Hawaiian food was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So really how, how was White Man? Did you surf? I didn't surf White Just Man. Kidding. But it was, it was actually massive. It was huge. Yeah. Like, waves would come in and just shake that headland there. Yeah. It was pretty full on, actually. That, that big swell they just had, I don't know, a few weeks, a couple weeks ago now? Big, was it Wednesday? Thursday? The Friday? one with the jet skis and all that? Yeah. Yeah. He was over that. Remember when you came and visited us? Oh, yeah. And it was, it's a swell that... It's so big, it only yeah. happens, you know, yeah. like outside of like cabins. Like 99 or 2000. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we were just trying to find a spot to go, like, watch, you know? Like, yeah. remember how crazy it was? Like, white closing everywhere, you know, it gets big over there all the time, but it was. The white barrels water. look like fucking buses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you could put a bus inside yeah. these waves. Yeah. It was, it was massive, and it just reminded me of, like, that time. You, yeah. You know, and we I, were. You know, so impressive when you like see it on video, but then when you're like there, yeah, you know, especially pipeline and all that, yeah, so you think it breaks far out, and it's yeah. like, no, it's right there, yeah. yeah. I, I remember walking along Cam Highway, yeah, yeah. along the cliff, the Waimea Cliff, yeah. and I remember like it was so big that whitewash was hitting the street, yeah, the, the highway. Are oh, you kidding? Yeah, and it was all um, camp from Waimea all the way, all the way to sunset, there was like water coming up and over there, like, yeah. And it was so crazy because all of a sudden you'd see a coconut fly into the street from the ocean. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was like so crazy. And, you know, the the traffic was gnarly, but so many people, just spectators, just checking it all out. It's pretty bitching. So cool to see you. My um My best surf trip, I reckon, though, I did a boat trip to the Mentawis. Nice. With like 10 of my, like, good mates. And it was... You guys are lucky. You you have, for us, it takes like twenty four hours to get to. Well, it's it gets twenty four hours to get to Bali. Yeah, but then to get from where you where do you take off? Um, Sumatra, Padang. Yeah, Padang, right? Yeah, it's a another ten hour boat ride. Yeah. So it's like really for us, it's, it's like far. It's, it's far. almost like. Two and a half days of travel. Yeah, you hear that, people? You should probably never go there because it's so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how old were you when you went did it was, that? It was for um, my 30th and another one of my best friends, Mark Llewellyn, his 30th. And so we had a bit of a, um, um, a joint birthday and had all our mates on there. That's it was sweet. such a good time. Yeah. I really, if anyone wants to go on a surf trip, I really recommend going on a boat trip with oh, your friends. It's so, so good. Yeah. I've only been once, and yeah, it's definitely one of the best fucking things you could ever do. Yeah, if you're a surfer, only yeah, once. Sure. I've only been once. <laughs> I was there. Over here. I was there with you. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite wave would be HTs. It wasn't big. It was like four to six foot. Yeah, like not too big, but it's such a fun wave. Yeah, yeah. Until the low tide and the little little tabletop surgeons table. Yeah, surgeons. HTs, Lance's right. Yeah, yeah. Why do they have two names? 
I don't know actually. I don't know why I got the HDs either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah. And macaroni's is another really good yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. That's probably the best way yeah. I've ever seen in person. Yeah. There's you a know lot what I mean? Good. Like that was, yeah. it wasn't big, but it was fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So when you grew up, did, did you have, was there like a Burley Heads like skate sh- or a surf shop, like a, you know, like a little local like hangout? Did you guys have a place to um, chill, watch like the surf movies, pick up magazine, you know, like yeah. we always talk about like that surf shop culture. Yeah. Well, um, there was Mount Woodgy at okay. Burley. That was a pretty iconic for, um, for most of my growing up, like when I was at school. I remember and, that name. Yeah. Everyone used to go there and hang out and watch yeah. videos. But my first job when I was 13, I actually got a job at TNC at Mermaid Beach. Mm. And um, that had a similar sort of vibe. Everyone yeah. went there and bought their boards. and Town country yeah. in Australia. Okay. Yeah. They had the license. Someone had the license over there and opened up a shop. And um, yeah, I worked there. That was my first job. Um, at, at 13? Yeah. Yeah. That's young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll pay you in wax and stickers, Grom. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I, I don't think I got paid that much, but I was just frothing to work at a surf store. And everyone yeah. coming in and talking about the waves. Yeah, and don't tell your parents about the mole we gave you out the back either. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but that I mean that's that's where we grew, you know grew up like hanging out. It's yeah. like you know you, just, you know you want to come see the cool equipment. You want to go like look at yep. your peers, like the older surfer guys yep. that are just. It seems like it's the best job in the world yeah. when you're that young. Yeah. Like this, you guys get to do what? Like, yeah. yeah. And all the industry kind of parties you get to tag along to. And, um, For sure. It's so, it's so fun. There's not too many um, local surf shops like that, that anymore that I've noticed. I mean, there I can hear. Yeah, I hear like the Frog House is kind of like that. still real local kind of surf shop. has that community vibe. But yeah, um, yeah there in, in Australia, it's, it's really, there's not too many local surf stores like that. It's crazy, it's right? Yeah. It's yeah, there's we definitely across the US there's definitely smaller and smaller you know fewer and fewer shops yeah. that have survived the test of time, but the, yeah. the ones that are around, they're we gotta hand it to them. They've they've learned how to, you know, persevere through pandemics and yeah. trends and whatever. So yeah, yeah it, it was uh I've worked yeah. around the camera a few times. I know how to pull this. We yeah, uh, the pose down pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we told you we worked at uh, HSS and like back in the day that was like HB hangout for for all the all the ROMs. Yeah, yeah. Watching videos and yep. you know. Just, yeah. yeah. How was it like? How was it growing up in Australia? Were you guys into the Taylor Steele videos and? Yeah, for sure. They were pretty much like the yeah the um the videos to be watching. Um, good times and yeah. focus the soundtracks to those like even when you weren't watching the videos you'd be listening to the because it had them on those um, movies yeah you'd be listening to them um, on the radio and stuff like that yeah yeah. yeah. That, they did a good job pulling in that like that music that's hitting the market like yeah. you know on the radio like you said and then tying it into the, yeah. the surf video and you could literally listen to it while you're driving and know Who's surfing? Video parts. And what, and yeah. what you know? Yeah. What what turn they're doing? Yeah. But Lost was putting out good movies. Sarge's scrapbook, which yeah. is you know an Australian you know photographer, yeah. and he was putting out good content. I mean, there was a lot of good in the nineties. Like, yeah. yeah. We uh, we actually interviewed um, Margot. 
Oh yeah, Brendan Ma- Morrison. Margot, um, he lives in Cabarita too. Oh, sick. Yeah, and his um, his son uh, Micah, who's yeah. upcoming ripping, ripping surfer. Yeah, yeah. In, in the footsteps. Yeah, rail yeah. surfing. And but that he rips. Yeah. One of the videographers, uh, shit, his name escapes me, but his Instagram handles Pulse Surf. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name. I think it's like Justin or something. Oh, Justin Gain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think, I think. Well, I'll have to. Yeah, he's always around shooting around that area. Yeah, yeah. shooting Margot. It's funny because um, after I started following Margot and had him on the show, I found that dude, Paul Surf, and I yeah. was just like, holy shit, like, this guy's got all kinds of. He was like the Taylor Steele of Australia. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's cool. His Instagram's really good um, to follow. Um, it's like. Really, he pulls um, pulls out clips from the nineties yeah. too, and you're just like, "That was sick." Yeah, yeah. it's funny because, like, you know, surfing today, even though it's progressed quite a bit, that that surfing back then was timeless, and you could still, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. You could still like feed off it and like get get inspired by it's it. It's still relevant. Sti- it, you know, style, yeah. power, speed, flow, like those fundamentals never yeah. change. Like, I mean, you could throw in an air reverse or an alley-oop or whatever the fuck they're doing it now. It's like it's coming but, back around too. But right? the, the, the yeah. fundamental yeah. of, yeah, speed, so you, power, flow, style. You weren't into amateur com- competitive surfing? No, no. It was more me for Did, more, he, was, he, he was getting all fashioned up. He was probably hitting the... Uh, <laughs> Fashioned up, fashioned huh? up. He's probably probably hitting the. Uh, the he is a good looking guy. Out, checking out the. He is clothes. half Filipino, so he is a good looking guy. No, but, <laughs> you know, obviously your 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 background and where you're landed to where you are today. Like, when did you start getting into, you know, style and and design and design? And it actually um, the design part actually started from a pretty young age, and I'm like. Unknowingly, when I was young, I kind of found out later that it was my grandmother being Filipino. When she moved over to Australia, she set up her um, her pattern room in our garage. Mm. And so ever since a young age, I was always in and out, like playing with her machines and stuff like that. And then... Um, so, not to get too personal, so did your dad meet your mom in the Philippines? Yep. yep. Okay. My dad was had he a, in the army or... He, he worked for like um, a logistic. he had his own company, it was a logistics company and they um, sort of um, did like land explorations for people like looking for um, like doing like oil and gold and stuff oh, wow. like that. He kind of organized the operation for the people, the businesses doing that. Yeah. And my mum worked for him as an accountant over there. And then um, we moved to Australia when I was two and it was a pretty so you were born in the Philippines yeah I was born in the Philippines in Manila dual citizenship and I don't have a dual citizenship but I should yeah Um, if I ever want to like escape to some remote island I could I could do that (laughs) over in the Philippines right yeah um, yeah we moved to Australia when we were two Um, it was because um, yeah, Philippines as you know pretty dangerous place yeah we got um, our house got robbed when, when I was really young um, sucks we lived in a gated community and my dad told me um, they got robbed and like um, like held at um, like gunpoint kind of thing and my dad was like this is not good to yeah. have a family grow up there so moved back to Australia but he to this day still goes back and forth there working that's wow. cool yeah still has a logistics business yep that's yep. rad yeah um, 
And then your, you said your grandma moved over? Yeah, she moved over after, and then that's how the sort of um, the design got kind of, I think, maybe embedded in me yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, at a young age. But I think working at the surf store, like from 13, um, and then... What, what, uh, what brands were you looking at or into back then? I really liked um, like Volcom, uh, MCD, yes. um, back then. Yeah. Um, obviously, like the kind of bigger brands, I was like like Billabong and Quicksilver were pretty big back then. Yeah. Yeah, I like those kind of brands. That's yeah. cool. It's kind of crazy, uh, you know. Not too many people remember MCD or Gotcha. Yeah. Right, and it's funny. Not too many people know that MCD is Gotcha. Or from Gotcha, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Volcom, she's, you know, when, when it first came out here, that was like early 90s, right? Yeah. It was and huge then, wasn't it? it? It got so... It took a few years to catch on, but it got... It got so big. It, it did take up. a few yeah. years. Um, there's other brands before it that kind of were the, I guess, uh, precursors to what Volcom became yeah you know but they didn't pull it off the way Volcom did you know yep. what I mean like they just had the right team kind of of like um, alternative sort of surfers yeah and, yeah they tied it all in like spot on you yep. know what I mean like I don't know if you remember that brand SMP I do yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, actually it was into SMP were well. you yeah, yeah. so like SMP was skate it was moto yeah. it was fuck it had snowboarding too yeah. airwalk as well back then yeah. it was pretty cool airwalk shoes <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, you know, relative for that time period. You know, there's brands that, you know, kind of come and go, but they were spot on for, yeah. for when they were hot. Yeah. You know, it's like S&P was pretty much right there sticking around and going big for a long time. Yeah. yeah. They had their, they had their day. They had their window. Like counterculture. Split. And yeah. Counterculture. Yeah. I mean, so how trip out on the list of stuff that goes away. How long were you working at Town Country? So after that, I started working for Brothers Nielsen. Oh, wow. um, you know those, um, it was like a chain of stores on the Gold Coast, the two Nielsen brothers. They were pretty iconic um, like surfers back yeah. in the day. So I worked for them for a fair while and then did like... What were you doing for them? I was just on the floor in the surf shop, surf shops and then ended up doing some buying. And then while I was doing buying for the shops, I um, started studying graphic design, like in the night. Through, through your own? Yeah, like, my own, own You weren't thing. going to like uh, online classes or? No, I went to college. Oh, okay. Yeah, studying graphic design. And then after graphic design, I, um, I went to university and studied multimedia and advertising. And then while I was doing that, like a couple of my friends were working at like um, like GSM, like Von Zipper. Um, George Henderson was um, heading up Von Zipper at the time, and I, I said to him like while I was studying, I was like, I just wanted to get the experience. I was like, oh, do you care if I come in like one or two days and just internship do, kind of yeah, just just work, just yeah. you know, check it all out and learn, when. yeah, yeah, see if something, see if it can be something you wanted to do. Yeah, so yeah. I was um, yeah, while I was studying, I was doing that two days, and then after six months, I had a job, like I was working there like wow. um, full time for like at Von Zipper. I ended up working there for like two years. Wow, and I was doing like graphics and, and just just to just, backtrack, GSM uh, was like the whole billabong. Yeah, GSM was like. 
Gordon, I think it's Gordon, Gordon Merchant's initials. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it was the umbrella of Billabong, um, Von Zipper, DeKine, uh, Mrs. Palmer's Custom. Yeah. Um, yeah, and no, I worked at um, Von Zipper for two years and I was doing, I was just doing everything just from graphics to art, design assistant. Do you, do you remember your like first graphic like that? actually made the cut and went to print or I like, vaguely do yeah, yeah I vaguely do yeah it was pretty it's pretty exciting to um, see your first thing on a t-shirt or someone sort of wearing it yeah. it's really cool to see yeah. did that fire you up like you know like oh man I you know like, yeah I made it or I probably still have it somewhere in the archives I don't know but yeah it was pretty yeah it was, I was pretty fired up and, I was were you on salary or did they commission you as like a freelance oh, like, I was just I was just yeah on the on the books kind yeah. of thing just get paid weekly yeah yeah but then, yeah, after two years at Von Zipper, they, for some reason, were moving their office to Sydney. Um, and then I think I got, like, they, I was like, they told me I didn't have a job. Mm. Um, and I said, oh, would well, you have something else somewhere else? And then pretty soon I was um, picked up by Billabong, Sweet. working for Billabong as a design assistant in the Billabong um, head office there at Burley. And um, it was a great environment to work there, like... Some of the designers um, that were at Billabong were just so good at what they did with so much experience. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they were people from like all walks of kind of life and really good artists to kind of learn from and stuff like yeah. that. Did you do like mostly print at, graphics? At, you know, print graphics at VZ and then you went to Billabong and got to see the whole like... Yeah, the whole picture kind of The whole of picture, all the cut and sew, boardies yeah. and... Yeah, I was doing graphics at Billabong and some design. Yeah. So a bit of both. And then the same same sort of um, thing at Billabong where I was doing art and graphics and design and just, just everything. Had my hand in everything. Yeah. Um, just a design assistant. Um, and then doing a lot of like t-shirts and fleece, um, kids wear. And then probably about um, maybe... Three or four years into that, I got uh, made the designer for board shorts Sick. at Billabong. And I was working alongside a really amazing designer, Bo Campy. He was the global board short designer. Well, who is it? Bo Campy. Bo Campy, okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's now like the brand manager of like Creatures of Leisure. Mm. But yeah, I worked alongside of him and he was a great um, like mentor to learn from. Yeah. Um, also, Brad Lancaster, who... He was the head of design at the time, and he's still at um, Billabong to this day as like the global creative director. He's based now in Huntington. Mm. Um, he's been there for like, oh gosh, it'd be like over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, but he's done a good stint there. But um, yeah, being at, um, as the board shot designer, that's when I started to travel a lot. Going, did my first trip to like Japan on research trips yeah. um, with those guys, and then went to Hawaii every year for, for like pipe masters, for pipe masters, the board short strategy meetings. Gotta do R and D, man. Yeah, we went there every year testing board shorts. Um, you Talking know, to the retail, the buyers that you guys brought. Buyers and meeting with the riders about yeah. their shorts, doing the athlete shorts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really good time, and um, it's funny, um, you know. That category is so important to the yep. surf market, yep. right? It's like and big, it draws a big chunk of change of their their yeah. business. So, yep. like, you know, if you ever wanted to be in the surf industry and you wanted to be in design, 
board shorts in the surf industry yeah. is probably one of the most important ones yeah. you know, to oversee or yeah. work on. Um, we had uh, a guy the other day uh, on the show, hold, Garth. Hold that thought. Ashlyn. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Tarlow, and we talked about how, because uh, he worked for O'Neill. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, at that point in time, uh, board short, there was like a fucking board short war, you know? Board short war in both advertising, but also coming up with technology yeah, and innovation. And yeah. Like, you know, he worked for, um, he works for O'Neill. Yeah. And theirs was the super freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that was a nice show. Yeah. Well, but they had, they had, you know, coming from a tech and technical background with wetsuits, they, they took that, you know, which yeah. he explained that, that concept of, let's make you know what we do here in the wetsuit world like yeah. but in the board short which is totally you know a different approach i think yeah. than what who was who was the surfers at the time that were riding for billabong um there was like taj um joel paco and I, I actually got to see paco win his world title in hawaii which is a pretty oh pretty you were there yeah it was Fuck. a bit of a highlight to to see um jack freestone just got um on the team uh, Jack Robinson, um, Oki. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good team at the time. Um, Andy Irons was, was still there at the, yeah. s- at the start. Yeah, I got to work um, work on board shorts with Gordon Merchant as well, which is a pretty um, a pretty good thing to learn from. He's obviously been in the, or started the company and been in the industry since the, you know. The since, since, since day one, the, practically. Since the start. So it was pretty good to do some yeah. stuff with Gordon Merchant. Um, yeah, it was almost like being at Billabong was almost like better than any like um, college. You know, college or uni degree. Yeah. Just from the people that you that, that you work there with and um, you learn from. Yeah. It was awesome. And everyone that um, I've stayed in contact with and they're all still really good friends, friends of mine. And everyone that did work there, they're all doing like amazing things now still. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that, uh, you know, it's such a, big industry yeah but then it's small yeah. as far as like you said you know you're still friends and connected to some of the people that you worked with back in the day yeah yeah um what what did you do after that so um after the after billabong um it's a, this is how i sort of began with banks um I'd just gotten back from a strategy meeting in Hawaii and I was working away and I got a phone call from Rama, who's the um, co-founder and CEO. And uh, he goes, oh, we'd like to have a chat for you. I think there might be an opportunity at bank. And I was like, okay, you know, it's always um, worth sitting down having a chat with someone. But you got to move to America and serve crappy waves. (laughs) (laughs) how long were you working at Billabong for? It was close to, including Von Zipper, it was close to 10 years. Wow. Yeah, it was a big stint. You put in some, some good time. Yeah, yeah, it was a big stint. Yeah. And um, you, after going back to what you what you did at Billabong, you kind of shadowed a bunch of, oh. bunch of um, designers, but then focused mainly on board shorts for the, like, the majority of that? Or? The last five years at Billabong, I was mainly focused on board shorts, uh, walk shorts, like sort of bottoms. Yeah. There. But I'd like over the 10 years, um, I'd done most categories. Yeah. yeah. Across everything. Yeah. What's funny is uh, 
Australia and US, they, they had separate design teams, right? Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the opportunity while I was there too. I was um, coming over to the US like two times a year and working out of the Irvine office out there and working with a team over here, which was a good good experience. But they would share designs and marketing strategies and do similar products, right? Or well, I think you go come over here and say, hey, your fucking shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit more politely. <laughs> um, would you a, little guys, more, a little bit more constructive, I guess. For yeah. sure, for sure. Did you guys have uh, co- competition at all? Like inside competition against designers? Yeah, for sure, yeah. A little bit of healthy competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always good. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of an interesting story that I don't think we've ever really talked about. You know, like, because Australia is so different as mm. far as like it's I think it's kind of gotten more the same over yeah. the past couple of years yeah. but back then man yeah. well globally it, it has just because of the technology yeah. and how fast the market things are and yeah. we'll talk yeah. that you know yeah. about but that but yeah back then design really preferences and, mm. and like tastes were so different yeah right cut and fit cut and yeah. Way, yeah well yeah back then it was pretty different from region to region, like really different. And I think it was like, ended up, they figuring out it was just like way too expensive for the whole business. And that's when um, they started to really go global and um, everything kind of be the one range and then territories kind of um, really um, just have their input into the global line. And then, yeah, they have the input into the global line and kind of just pull what's um, necessary for um, for that region. And that's, as you were saying, it started to get like a little bit more tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, um, yeah, Billabong, they moved their whole global office to the US. And that's when Brad Lancaster, he moved over. And um, the Australian sort of side became like, they designed a little bit of stuff for the, for the region, but it was mainly coming from the US. And I think that was across like all, all brands. brands then, like Quicksilver were doing it. They would yeah. had their head office out of um, out of France, yeah. and um, Vulcan were doing it here. And yeah. they, they, everyone was doing a lot less regional stuff because they realised it was just way too expensive to have like so many teams everywhere. Yeah, that streamline and, and yeah. you know like share fabrics and share you know you know logistics uh, and all that. Just for sure, like yeah. it's a. I, I remember though. <clears throat> specifically like and, and it's funny we make we made fun of Rama because we, we were saying he was like one of the first Australian hipsters yeah I listened to that episode right that was, that was, <laughs> <hipster>. that was <laughs> funny but but back back in the day right no disrespect to, to Billabong or honestly the surf market was kind of jockey yeah you know what I mean like 19 inch even 20 inch board shorts back in the day yeah and then um it that's that style grew out of style right it kind of like started morphing into like okay wait a minute you know we can't all surf in fucking knee length board shorts like it's not functional yeah and australia seemed like they were the ones that market yeah were the ones that were pushing the more performance you know, length and yeah, they adapt. Stylish, yeah, way more styly looking. Yeah, 
board shorts. So. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a European kind of influence uh, that shorter kind of leg look on the beach that kind of like transcended into the the surf sort yeah. of culture as well. I think it's part of the brand identity. Like if you're just an American brand, you don't really have to you know be so diverse, you know. But if you're successful in Europe or Australia or or at least trying to enter those markets, then yeah, you got to start like you know catering to that customer. So yeah. yeah. You guys being aligned with probably a lot of Europe, yeah. You know that's probably like you know where where it hit first. Yeah. yeah. So so you're saying Rama hit you up? Yeah, Rama gave us a call and um, um, to have a chat. And, and how went, long was Banks around for? It would have been maybe only like two years. Two years. Like pretty early early stages. And you you knew about it. You yeah knew about it for sure. Um, they were, um, yeah, they started to pop Rama up. before? Yeah, I, we knew each other through the industry and then just through groups of friends. Um, like, we did, like, the stab board short competition thing and um, obviously it was a, um, a healthy competition between between that and then we knew was each other. Banks versus Billabong? It was Critical Slide. Ah. Yeah, when he was back, Critical Slide. He won two years in a row. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Best board short two years in a row. So, Dang. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about that. That guy. Get him in here. <laughs> Rama's in the next room over. Just kidding. It's so, not about Rama or me. So, so he shooting. won two years in a row. Yeah, critical slide did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, yeah, him. Um, so yeah, he gave us a call and I went down to Byron to meet up with Rama and Tim. We had an initial chat and they said they were looking for a head designer. Um, look through the product and what they had sort of planned and it kind of was at a time where I'd been at Billabong for such a long time and you know I, I was there like out of college pretty much or uni and um, is that where you met Steve Fontes or did he work there he was working now? at Billabong yeah. he moved from here yeah to Billabong and he was his first job there in Australia and we worked together for a few years and then he moved over to Ruka um, but yeah, we were having a chat and yeah, I'd been a billabong for a long time and I think I just sort of out, um, sort of outgrew it and wanted to start challenge, getting new challenges. And I really liked what um, Change is good, man. Yeah, yeah. Just needed new challenges and um, uh, I really liked what Banks was about. The whole kind of um, still surf culture, um, coastal lifestyle, but more of an alternative look at it and a little bit more minimalist and um, looking at like sustainability as like a priority kind of thing and you know I was more like all about that and so yeah I signed up um, after maybe like another interview and um, yeah I was working at the um, Byron Bay office with Tim and so he they they went and had two interviews with you yep yep I just um it's when I just moved to Cabarita, which is sort of in between um, the Gold Coast and Byron. So it was kind of halfway. And, um, you tell him, wait a minute, why you interview me twice? <laughs> <laughs> Negotiation. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, we're working in the office in Byron, which is really... Um, you guys have been to Byron? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. I yep. have. And I like it over there a lot. So do a lot of other people, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, nice. it's a good spot. Um, there's a lot of really good like emerging brands coming out of that industrial area there. Like across the road from us, 
there was thrills and down the road was the fans and mr simple and then a lot of other like boutique brands on that same strip so it was a really good environment to yeah. kind of have like a emerging brand and then we'd get to surf the pass on lunch breaks which is an unreal wave this goes that's where rama grew up yeah it's just the most longest perfect wave um and then i was working there for two years and um they asked me to move over here with the family was that like a deal breaker or you're like you're fired up you got two years in you know the brand's doing well you got lots of opportunity yeah i was like um i was all about it like i really wanted to you know get this thing off the ground and going and um it was another like new experience and i'd been over here a bunch of times with bill long so yeah and it's not too like um different to the gold coast yeah except the wave quality yeah um but um <laughs> yeah it's been a good move i move my family my wife kimberly and two girls sunday and daisy over and um last january of 2019 um we had like one month of being free, as I was saying to you before, and then yeah. COVID hit and we were locked in for three months, so which was crazy. pretty... Wait, pretty... you moved here in 2019? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, 2020. 2020. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah. We probably moved here at the worst possible time in so, history. So lame. <laughs> but, it, you know, to be, to be at, honest, it has been good. Like, it has been a good time. Yeah. We've been doing still, like... You know, on weekends and stuff, we go like down the coast, like Sano, um, yeah. go out to Joshua Tree, um, places where like, you know, you can go camping. There's not that too many people yeah, around. Yeah. So. Australia, they lock you up if you go more than 5K from your house. <laughs> it's, it's crazy there. It's crazy. It's crazier there than it is here. Yeah. It's, from what we've heard. My I spoke to my sis the other day. She lives in Brisbane. One person had COVID and they closed the whole city. Wow. Yeah. It's That's pretty. so Yeah. They, like, they closed the borders and yeah, it's really strict there. Which is really weird because it's when you say borders, like they states, you're talking the borders of cities. The borders, or well, they close the city and greater the greater part of the city, but they're closing states in between states. You can't go into states, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's really full on. But like, you know, credit to them. There's there's hardly any cases there now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's none. I, th I don't think. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, but they can't. I think they're saying like it's they're looking at 2022 till anyone can leave Australia that no one can travel and stuff like yeah. that. So what do you what do you love about like designing like what what's your like do you love just seeing seeing it like the final product or just being creative like I mean you got to be creative you got to be um, yeah. you know I like I like the whole process it's yeah. not like one single part of it like it's actually you know like like uh, fabric sourcing and yeah, prints like, in, in turn, you know, how are the prints going to look on this fabric versus that fabric? Yeah, like from the start, like doing the research trips, like um, I haven't been able to obviously travel overseas for research for the past year, but, you know, like going to Japan and meeting up with the Japanese team and going to all the shops and seeing all the different fabrics and, um, you know, even like people watching in, you know, different countries is yeah. such an inspiring thing. And then coming back and um, working with artists and bouncing ideas and putting together garments. And, um, you know, I even love seeing um, the range sold and how um, shooting the campaign is yeah. all, all, also a great thing. Yeah. We just recently, the new campaign just launched and we shot it out the um, Yucca Valley. We have a really great like campaign team at the moment. Um, like Zach Bush is shooting it. 
Rama. Love Zach. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Great photographer. Yeah. Um, he did some stuff with Outer Known for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was working for Outer Known yeah. too. Yeah. He's a great photographer and really good guy. Um, Jeremy, that was just his shooting before he comes along. And then um, the models, they're just really like-minded people that align to the brand. Um, Nate, um, Nevin, and Kahana. Yeah. He, he's sponsored by Banks. Yeah. You know, we go out there and shoot and have a good time. So I love that aspect of it too, trying to like represent the brand and campaign how you kind of like envision it yeah i think that's probably misrepresented in a lot of brands that they just think that oh design does this marketing does this but how cohesive like that team is like everybody from yeah. design marketing to. visual yeah it has yeah. to i mean you when know? you're a successful brand whether you're things. small yeah. or giant you know like that team that nucleus has to still like yeah. you know bounce ideas work together and yeah. make sure it all i think it's important too to like um culturally have um like people involved in the brand that are kind of similar to that like you know love the same things that are you know you don't want like just to really force that kind of um thing that you want yeah so it's good that we have like a really cool team to do that yeah yeah and i like seeing the product i guess um hit the stores and sell as well yeah yeah it's all, do, like, do you guys have you know SEMA over here in North America, which yep. is like you know the whole words for Surf yep. Industry Manufacturers Association? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like you know, there's awards for best surf shop, best brand, best yep. emerging brand, best category. You know, they do all that. Is there anything like that in Australia? That there is. There, I think it's the same. The same. It might be the same thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, the same sort of thing they do there. But yeah, it's um, a lot more of the. Um, um, I think you have to be member to be um to win that kind of award and yeah. it's a lot of like in oz it's a lot of the bigger brands that, for sure that kind of take it out i think offends actually might have taken it out one year or hmm. ruka or something yeah yeah that's um, cool we have a friend that works there willie the hell's his name where uh offends oh he uh american guy remember that magazine marshall willie marshall Okay. Oh, Willie Marshall. Willie Marshall. Yeah, oh, did he used to work at Nixon? I, I don't know if he worked at Nixon, but... Okay, maybe I got that wrong. Is it his brother, Joey Bliss? Marshall, that did yeah. the magazine? Was happy and then turned to Bliss. Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bliss. Anyways, yeah. What up? Uh, right, you're right. Yeah, a lot of small... So... Small world. Design director or creative director. That's your title, right? Design director. Design yeah. director. Yeah. So I'm across, like, um, most of, like, the creative for the product. And then I uh, help Rama a little bit out with the campaigns, with like the looks and some of the ideas. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're, we're a small team, and um, although that is my title, everyone does does everything. Like when I need to pack boxes for you know clothes for the reps to go out, you know I'll do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll help out with anything. That's yeah. cool. I, I love all that. Hands, all hands on deck. I love um, I love design. I love like conceptualizing the, the vision and the line yeah and because honestly you're you're only as good as your ideas right like yeah, for sure if you don't have a cool yeah. niche and I guess campaign yeah it you know you kind of stumble yeah. and um, you know I, I, I want to talk about how hard that is and how important it is, you know, for a guy like you, right? Yeah. You're lucky because you 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 have Rama, who's also a creative. pretty creative yeah. mind, 
but like that's a lot of you know pressure yeah right and it's crazy how you know because how it's, many catalogs a year do you guys do this fall yeah 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 it's fast fashion I mean four deliveries a year yeah. and you know you're this isn't fast fashion no, but I just meant like <laughs> you're delivering you're come de- on you're deli- I didn't mean it like that I just meant like you're deliver- you know, delivering four seasons a year that's you gotta think creatively like is this gonna job. be cool in yeah, six months job. from now yeah, yeah. And, that, and that goes my my next question is you know when you got into design you know 10, yeah. 15 you know how long have you been doing this 15 years yeah. uh, maybe just over 10 not 10? quite 15 okay yeah. so I mean, even the process is still the same, but, you know, manufacturing, logistics, like everything's taken longer, you know, but then on the flip side, you now have these giant corporations that are knocking off what all the cool brands do and they're infusing it in the marketplace really, really quick. Yeah. yeah, You know, which social media, you know, forever 21s or the, you know, the, the big conglomerates that put something into the market as soon as it becomes... You know, cool and trendy yeah. yeah like that's a capitalize it and but that's got it for however long they can and then yeah. move on to the next thing yeah but that's got to be tough for you know like all the yeah. you know the brands that are pushing that yeah you know so yeah. so here you are you you worked for one of the bigger brands yeah. and you know you you've seen how the way the way it was done yeah. back then yeah. right like you had competition competitive team writers like yeah. magazines videos like all the shit that promoted our industry yeah. and brand it's pretty fucking gone yeah you know the the usual analogies yeah the the you mean know, the the things that we used to like promote our industry in yeah. is it's a different set yeah. of it's a different environment and and landscape, yeah. right? So, what do you like? What what do you see? Or what do you got? I mean, not that we want to know secrets or anything, but how difficult is that to like? Okay, we gotta we gotta like market to this guy this way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's really hard this day and age with the whole digital kind of advertising thing. There's so many different ways to promote your brand but I think the most important thing is like really um, being real to yourself authenticity and your ca- authentic, authentic to you, to the brand and to your customer and not really like looking outside at what like everyone else is doing like being really authentic and looking at new ways like every season to kind of better the product and stay strong to what you guys believe in like we're trying to do like Although we don't do the, probably like the best job, but we try to like do more sustainable things, like do stuff for a good cause. Um, Which that's gonna, I mean, it's only good for every, you know, there's not a bad thing about that, you yeah. know? Like some people really, that's their sales pitch almost. Yeah, yeah. Where it should just be the norm these days, the norm, you know? And yeah, that's sure. again going back to like the where. You know, things have come, you know, from 5, 10, 20 years ago yep. in the apparel, you know, textile industry is now all those materials aren't expensive, you yep. know, like they were. Yep. More people are using it. There's yep. more availability. Yeah, more people are trying to do the whole um, environmentally friendly kind of thing. That's so good. it's kind of made it 
no, it, there's no reason not to do it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think um, just, you know, investing more into, um, like, your campaigns and, um, um, I guess, like, yeah, team riders. We don't have too many, but, like, um, people that are aligned to the brand. Yeah. yeah. You've got a good eclectic group of, of dudes. Yeah. yeah, and artists, too. Like, we do collabs every season with people that we kind of think align to the brand so yeah. it's always good to to work with people that have a good like um you know following a community yeah um and that um you kind of want to like push as well so yeah. you got help each other out yeah, yeah. Ty, we've had ty williams on the show yep. too. he's a great guy yeah oh man love the guy love the guy because not only is he a, a great artist but he is authentic and he is a yeah. surfer yeah from the fucking New England, you know, yeah, like the the coldest place that you could live. Yeah, to surf, the, yeah. that's where he's from. Yeah, I, I talk to Dashing. Ty all the time. He um he actually contributes a little bit. Not like he does collections and co- he's done collabs with us and they've gone really well. But he always like just emails me with art and contributes yeah. to, to ranges and stuff like that. He's a really good guy and he's he's always about the brand. So yeah, yeah, yeah he's. It's funny I, um, discovering him and then, you know, looking at his art, you're just like, damn, that's... I love artists that um, do more than one thing yep. with art, right? Like he makes different bit of furniture, you know, yep. the sculptures, the fucking, yep. you know, uh, drawings, paintings. You're just like, damn. Yeah, like, he does everything. Motherfucker's talented, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, yeah, some fine-tune just a certain look, whether it's like a Wayland, you know, or Wayland, sorry, uh, you know, like that just does, yeah. but they can be super successful, yeah. and then there's guys that are just, yeah, like, oh, I want to work with wood today, or, yeah. you know, like, yeah. super crazy. He's a really inspiring person, like, yeah. he's come and worked in the Byron office when he's down there, and some of the stuff he's doing really, like, inspires you to do, like, better stuff yourself. Yeah. So what kind of uh, surfing are you into? Are you still riding, what kind of boards do you like to ride? Um, a couple of my boards are here. I've been like, I, I get, I, I like to ride boards that suit the conditions. Like if it's like today, like two foot and small and pretty slow and fat. Yeah. I t- took out my six eight twenty, my vouch there. Um, Who shaped it? Uh, it's a va- it's vouch surfboard from down in Byron. Um, it's a, the shape is called Paul Hawkins and Evan. Um, they shape like really kind of fun boards like that suit the pass. Um, really fun just shapes and easy yeah. to ride but like at home um, I ride like obviously the waves are a lot better so I've got a couple short boards back for the points back there yeah. ride JS's and um, thrusters and that the pretty traditional short boards but yeah here I've just been riding like um, small 20s or big 20s um, my wife just brought me back from Oz a 5920 from Vouch wow um, what a Freaking teammate right there. Yeah. <laughs> Chugging a board through, through the airport. Yeah, it was customs. a good effort. It was a good effort. So yeah. your lady went back to Australia, you were telling us earlier. Yep. Did she get stuck there or she was just there for a long time? She, she was there, um, there just spending time with her family yeah. for like five weeks. And I was here with the the two girl, my two girls for five weeks. So maybe that's why she brought the board back. She was like, that's, that's a pretty um, good effort to look after two girls. Yeah. So um, Here you, you, go, you get a board. 
Yeah, <laughs> but you can't surf. <laughs> two, two and four, man. That's, that's those a lot are of tough work. years yeah. right there. Yeah, it's um. I mean, like as you guys. Have and what kind of support do you have over here? Just a, a babysitter, nanny, neighbor. We we do have one that looks after our youngest because yeah. she can't go to daycare here. I yeah. think there's a certain age, so she kind of just looks after her like um, kind of school hours. Yeah. And then my four year old, she goes to daycare three That's days. Cool. But I had to um, stay at home two days and yeah. work while they were running just around, running around and going crazy. And by the end of the day, my, my patience was pretty short. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to multitask when you know when you got little kids in the back just in the daddy, house. Daddy, daddy, daddy. The house is just turned upside down, like and I kind of figured out there's just no point no white point in cleaning it. I'll just white. wait wait till they go to bed. Yeah. And then Rama's like, Hey, uh Shuey, um just wonder why uh, why you're designing uh, butterflies and unicorns. We had, a, we had a meeting the other day and I opened up my diary to the page and it was just like, every page was just like heavily scribbled all oh. over and he looked at me and goes, what's going on there? And I was like, yeah, I think the girls got in here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. But it's been challenging, I mean, for everybody. Yeah, we've all had to adjust these last, you yeah. know, Working I'd say home? a few weeks, months. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, been, been, it's been, um, been like, good and bad. I mean, there's been, yeah. I, I kind of like... For me, like that time being locked in with the girls and the family is like, I kind of like appreciate it because I don't think you'll ever like, you know, have that time, like being locked in for that amount of time ever again. So it was really good, like family kind of time. Yeah. 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 It was good and bad. Like it's a good, it it was a good time to really like kind of slow down and, and think about everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we won't mention names, but it's definitely brought some people closer together and divisively Pushed separated people. Away. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, it's the way it is. Yeah. Love you, I love you all. Happen for a reason, right? Yeah. I love you all, even though we agree to disagree. Yeah. And it's made you, it's made you like, really appreciate, like, kind of like, yeah. what you got, like, coming in the office. With everyone here and the vibe yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. How fortunate are we that we have surfing? Where mm. you know, what if, what if your sport was basketball or wrestling or oh, yeah. you know, in a lot of these places were you shut down, you couldn't do it. Can't like, do it. Yeah. Like we. The silver lining to the they, pandemic was our industry, yeah. like, pro- not profited, yeah. but yeah, profited from it. You know. Yeah. Like, and from what I've heard is like, um, like board, um, like boards have been for sales and oh. stuff and wetsuits like hard goods have just been selling so well because that's like one of the only things you can do is like go surfing and get out there and and make the most of it kind yeah, of thing for sure so I, I had a question you know i've been in this industry for a long time and i've seen some some pretty bad samples you know come across <laughs> what like selling like just sell- no no just like Maybe it was a rush from the factory or the yeah. fabric wasn't executed, you know, based on the print, whatever, you know, it could have been multiple of scenarios, yeah. but you went, you went, you know, the factory promises you, Hey, it's going to turn out like way better, but you have to buy it. You know, long yeah. story short, like, did you have a sample that you guys weren't hundred percent psyched on, went ahead, bought it just with anticipation that they're gonna nail it and they come in. Like, Cause I, I, I've seen that happen on, on my end like quite yeah. a few times. I'm like telling the 
the shop buyer. Like, hey, I mean, it's not going to look like this. It's going to have this. You know, like we're always kind of doctoring it up to, you know, to sell. Yeah. And but, it ends up being the number one seller. But it ends up, you know, like a lot of times. Say, but, but, but just, you know, working from like a designer and you're, you know, you're seeing a one or two times sample that's been revised. And then you're like, we got to buy it. We got to make a call. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you've probably seen some pretty crazy yeah, for sure. stuff come through that, you know, is out of your hands, but you're just fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it happens quite frequently getting samples that are slightly off. Um, yeah. You kind of just got to like, um, um, try and sell it like the best way to talk around it, that it's going to be better. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Um, sometimes it works for the best and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like you were saying it like sells like one of the better sellers because yeah. you know the color's like a fair bit brighter but then people really like that brightness it's sometimes. so weird right? it's so weird because yeah. you you started off in a shop working the floor and ended up doing some buying right yeah, yeah. and it was funny one of the first things I learned is most of the time if you love it at least me if I loved it people would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's very hard to predict. Like it was predict. too forward or yeah. whatever, but, but um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I've got to admit, I can never pick it. Like, to my personal taste and what I think is going to go really well is sometimes it goes pretty good and then sometimes it doesn't yeah. go good at all. But then, and things that you think, you know, that aren't going to go so well, sometimes are like the best sellers. Yeah. yeah. That, that and my other question too would be like, you know, I sell, I'm, a, I'm the rep for Southern California and, yep. you know, I, for many, many years I sold to Arizona and I still cover Nevada and just that one state away, the cons, you know, the customer, the consumer is like way different than it is here. And, you know, these designers are trying to design for the brand, staying authentic yep. to what you want to put out there, but you got 15 reps telling you. Well, only if it had this, or if it's an inch longer, or why did you know? Like, yeah, that's got to be really hard to kind of, you know, take that criticism, but yeah. also, you know, acknowledge their, you know, their, 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 their asking. You know, like, yeah. hey, this would sell better. You know, like, yeah. I mean, that's got to, you know, how does that process, yeah, that process work, right? Like, isn't it the hardest? Yeah, you know, you can't please everybody, but you know, this is what we're sticking behind. This is what we're gonna do, and. And just give it a try because more than not, you know, more often than not, it will, it will sell. Yeah. I guess like being doing it for as long as I have and experiencing like that so many times, like um, being built long, you'll have like show the range to like so many different people and they have so many opinions and you've really got to filter like who's kind of like giving you like an honest um, or just like, complaining or feedback or, some, <laughs> or complaining or sometimes it's like really personal kind of taste like yeah. it's what they like yeah. so you kind of just got to gather the information and then try and just be best, best judge you can be of what you think is going to be best and kind of like maybe like meet in the middle and uh, and that's the best sort of way I mean you're, you're playing politics in a way you yeah. know like yeah. that's you're trying to do what's best for the brand, what's going to generate money, but you can't be so, so, super watered down brand. You got to be like, hey, this is. You have to be yeah. a little bit innovative. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of point of difference where. Yeah. If yeah. we just do that, then we're going to look at the other 20 brands yeah. in the store. Yeah. You know? You really, well, they always say 10% of your line should be forward. Right? Yeah. Is that yeah. what more? I think it's like a certain percentage should be 
you know those ones that um, sell every season and then you've always got to have that freshness like yeah. every season as well to yeah. make the whole range look new and yeah, um, yeah. are you um, I, I'm looking at your guys' like collection and we're seeing a lot of elastic yeah and just like Comfy. you know j- well just just like the women's workout pants you thought it was just gonna like spike and go away but it, it's, <laughs> it's it's here to stay yeah you know like i use that analogy just because i appreciate with that you know and i appreciate the elastic too you know yeah. as a you you appreciate the women's fitness pants i do a lot i like them a lot but you have but, but you know with trends that go and come you yeah. know and like there's a lot of stuff that that changes often you know yeah. and like elastic i thought wasn't gonna hit yeah. hit as hard or last as long and it seems like it's sticking around it's it's stable it, it hasn't really you know it's spiked and stabilized and yeah. it's really there and, yeah. and i like the look and i i mean at first i didn't grow up wearing elastic yeah you know like it was just wasn't you know part part of our well, you are older now. But now, <laughs> but even even my son who's twelve and and, and we he get him elastic, you know, and some he, fixed waist, he, and he digs it. he digs it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, right. This is freaking like I'm stoked. It's back. You yeah. can eat whatever you want. Not even that. <laughs> I think um, I just like appreciate the com- you yeah, know, the, the comfortable yeah. like side, and and I like the fit. I like it above the knee. Yeah, yeah. That '90s, like you, were, you know, guys were talking about the long like board shorts. Yeah, it just wasn't practical. Yeah. It was unfunctional. It just like it sucked. I don't know how many times my board shorts in the '90s got caught on my knee when I'm like jumping. Yeah, you know, like now. How many rising sun board shorts? Did you oh sell? shit! Oh, yeah, that's holy. a good question. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, I wouldn't even too many yeah i actually have um a pair of the original ones back in oz like locked away in an archive i I think they just re-released them from what i saw like in that last wsl contest in um in hawaii it looks like they've just re-released and there was a few riders wearing them you you know it's so ironic and i talked about this before is that was a ruka board short so he says before before it was billabong and the designer that he was like an intern, you know, he just started and he was kind of an assistant designer and he got a job at Billabong and took the files with him. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You're kidding. No. Wow. No. Urban myth. No. Urban legend. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'll have to look. Yeah. I, dude, I, I, I That's some that's it, some hot we'll have to get for the viewers. We'll have to get PM Tenori on here to tell the real story, but yeah. I've been there I've been a Ruka from yeah. since day one. Pretty yeah. much a long time and we we didn't just it was in production like we we sold it yeah we sold it in a hat t-shirt and shorts like it wasn't a myth it's freaking we had sales in it wow yeah but the the story goes is we had a designer that or an assistant designer that you know came with his portfolio of like all of his designs and they you know fell in love with yeah. it and got got him hired that's really interesting. Yeah. Learn yeah. something every day. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy <laughs> how things like that become iconic and, yeah. you know. Um, and then you put, you know, AI's name behind it and he wore it like a oh badge and, you know, just it just blew up, yeah. you know. It's just, Anything that he would have worn, everyone would have wanted a piece of. Yeah. So it's funny, you know, talk about elastic. Yeah. Um, the, the, the COVID uniform is basically <laughs> fucking elastic waist joggers and comfort yeah. sweat shorts yeah. and or yeah. sweat loungewear yeah 
I'm going back to that elastic thing. I think it's really taken off because what you're saying, like, they're really comfortable. Yeah. But then it doesn't only appeal to, like, you know, like... The a demographic. A demographic. Yeah. It's for everyone, like, all walks of life that go to the beach and just, you know, that want to go there. Like, they can wear it as a walk short then go yeah. there and swim. They not yeah. necessarily have to be surfing. So it's just much more of an open demographic. Well, it's, everybody embraced it from many different brands that really put it to, like, they invested into yeah. that category. Yeah and made it its own you know like it yeah. wasn't like oh it's a volley short you yeah. know like well what does that mean like you could only wear at the beach yeah no. there's yeah. all kinds of you could do it in cotton you could do it in board short materials you could do it in suited materials yeah. you can make it look and feel for all occasions yeah. you know you could class it was yeah it was classy, just yeah. it was very narrow yeah for for so long but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it and yeah. I, i'm not just that but just the whole you know where materials and, and functionality have, yep. have come into fashion, you know, from the kind of more sport, you know, tech materials yep. and made it, you know, everything's just, mm. why, why isn't there stretch? I know people still put a lot of stuff. With, yeah. With, I've actually know, seen nylon, not stretch kind of come back a little bit, yeah. but I've seen a few people, um, like surfing and longboarding in elastics. Yeah. 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 I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah. I would not wear elastic. <laughs> and, uh, I fall too much. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> He's on the reef. His board shorts are His elastic. <laughs> ripped, ripped off. That's so freaking funny. Um, so you're, you know, going back to surf, best trip, Mentawis, you're here, you know, like any trips planned once we get out of this COVID or you're like... Going back to Australia as a hit, or we're probably going to go back to Oz in June, just an annual kind of trip. But yeah. um, as for like trips this year, with what what we can kind of do, um, you know, going on a camping trip with <laughs> Rama to is it Alama? Halama. Yeah, Halama. Nice. Going camping there for a little nice. camp and uh, surf trip. We went to Mex um, in November, but I'll definitely head back there. That yeah. is like um, around uh, Las Gaviotas. Yeah, um, that's our Cave, spot. Cave so Cave good for the family. Yes. It's safe. Yeah. I mean, the way is not super high quality, but just location is yeah. insane. Easy. Yeah. Easy. We want to. We want to get back there for sure this yeah. year. Um, also, want to do a few um, snow trips, not just nice. surf. Want to go to like Tahoe. Um, nice. Would love to get to New York for some research yeah. as well, if that opens back up yeah. anytime soon. Have you have you done any domestic traveling, like, you know, any of the other states outside of... Um, we went to, uh, last year, we went to Utah. Yeah. We went, to, um, like... Like Zion and... Yeah, we went to Zion. Yeah. We went camping in Zion and we, we um, hiked Angel's Landing. Cool. Like, we went Angel's Landing and I had one girl on the... Um, in my um, oh, yeah, backpack carrier, yeah, I remember that. and um, that was that was definitely testing. Yeah. Like walking up Angel's Landing, for people that um, don't know, it's a pretty really steep hike yeah. up the top of a cliff, really high up. But um, it was worth worth it when you yeah. got up there. Yeah, we didn't go right at the top. Obviously, right at the top is that pretty. Did, steep. I mean, I and I, and again, I don't know this, and I don't really ask guests from you know other countries is like. You know, you, you, America is known for the big cities, you know, like, yep. you know, San Francisco and L.A. and yep. New York and Vegas, whatever, man, you know, but then, you know, we got all these natural, like, you know, wonders, Yeah. you know, like 
Zion. Like Zion. Did Zion. you did That's you know about game. like have you like oh we got to go there or did somebody you know like when did you stumble upon and is that stuff kind of it was actually through um, um, my friend Scott Payne. He yeah. was like, "Let's go check it out. Go camping because you can't go. We can't go anywhere anymore. Yeah. So it's nice to go to these places where it's like yeah. a little less crowded and you can still, you know, see the environment and stuff." Um, but people, you know, I just like again, yeah. I find it fascinating with like the perception of like, oh, America's so big and it's you know you think all these big cities and it's all crowded but yeah. like once you get an hour or two off the coast yeah. and you're in these rural areas and yeah. like i mean most it's you pretty, know 95 percent of the yeah. land in america is rural you know yeah. well, when you, when you have kids that kind of motivates you to go to these places yeah. too because yeah. yeah not only you know you want to see it for yourself but you want your kids to like experience yeah have you seen the Grand Canyon yet? Not yet. We're planning to go there. Yeah. Or Yosemite, or yeah. like Yosemite. Yosemite. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just again, it's. I never really wanted to go to those places until like yeah. we had kids. It's like, oh, yeah. that would be something sick for them to see. Yeah, Joshua Tree is another good one that we yeah. took the family out there, and then into the national park, all the different little trails, and it feels like you're in a different, a different place, like a yeah. different planet. It yeah. feels like you. Yeah, it's so, it's so amazing. Yeah. I like, I like, you know, getting that perspective, you know, like all the traveling within America. Yeah. There's a lot to see. It's a big place. And that and the the food variety where we live. Yeah. Like how you could just. It's not Filipino food, but. You know, hey, that maybe you guys should be on something over there. But, (laughs) uh, you know, just whatever you like, whether it's, you know, sushi from, from Pata Sushi, or if it's like. Italian food or, you know, Japanese barbecue or, you know, you name your flavor, Indian, Greek. There's somewhere within 10 miles from here that you could get and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple standard questions we ask our guests. Have you surfed a wave pool yet? I haven't actually, but I would love to. Yeah. What the um, Kelly Slater's one? Any of them. No, I haven't. I haven't had the opportunity, but... If you guys are offering, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working angles. We're going to be doing some live shows at uh, some of these. You know, yeah, we, okay. we got to hit Rama up and tell him to freaking book one of these places. Yeah, I hit him up to try and have our Christmas party there. And yeah, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I've done it. Lars finally done yep. it. How was it? Kelly's pool is phenomenal. Yeah. It's, uh, it's basically a, 400, 500 yard ride. Yeah. It's, it's green mount on a perfect yeah. so swell with a perfect sandbar with nobody out. Like it's just the best way you could get out there yeah. with nobody out. So, so in, a, I, in a pool, squ- rectangle pool in the middle of a, you know, California. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I've had some friends from home that have yeah. surfed it and they go, it's pretty similar to like yeah. cooling and green mount, like how long and perfect it is. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's pretty we, impressive. We just had Shane Magnuson on the show too. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Red Tide '83. He, you know, was the guy that helped opened up uh, Waco. Waco. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that I've never done that, but he has. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. It's so it's like yeah. surfing out front here, like 54, 56 yeah. on the best day of the year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where it's like just killer two three you know two turns maybe yeah. you can fit three in some yeah. ways but like if you just two the best little pop 
you know, pocket turns or an air. Like yeah. it's that's it's that. Yeah, I would um, I would so love different. to surf yeah. one of the wave pools. And then so he's opening one up in Palm Springs. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so two of my my best friend, he's like the best man at my wedding, um, Jay O'Neill. He he did another all guy the, named Jay. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a pretty cool. Fuck man. His he, parents got lazy and just I don't know. Jay. <laughs> He did all the art direction for that. Um, for Palm Springs? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, I hit him up all the time to try and get me there, but no luck yet. They ran yeah. it for just a short period of time, and it's like back to now it's, they're, they're, they're building being, it out, yeah. really. That was just a test. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looked like a bit of a test pool, and now yeah. they're seeing like how, I mean, probably going to build it out. Yeah. And, yeah. They're just build a buzz Double the it. size, double the length. But not only... Is Palm Springs Surf Club going to open? There's going to be like two or three other ones too. Oh, yeah, right. In Palm Springs. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So Perfect. we're going to have a, a quiver of wave pools out. Yeah. Maybe it's Palm all these Springs. wave pool investors that are doing, they're, 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 they're coming out with this COVID thing, you know? <laughs> we're, we're not, they're going to keep everybody home. Yeah. And yeah. then they're going to pop up in all these pools. You can't go to the mint twice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we gotta wait here. Yeah, just like macaronis and just like HGs and yeah. just like you know, I'm just kidding. You guys should have your um, Christmas party there or a little annual gathering yeah. one of these way folks. We can make that happen. We will do it. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, that'll be fun. Actually, are, are you um, are you into following the tour? I know you're kind of this artsy like cruiser. No, I do. I love, do you, I love are, you, yeah. are you you fan of yeah. the tour? Yeah, the um. Uh, Banks Journal office has um, the WSL Fantasy um, nice. thing going on, so Sweet. we all follow it pretty closely. Oh, it's so good, it's so right? Fun. When you get a little rival going, going and some money on the, yeah. board, on, so, the, on the line. Yeah, to see the competition um, start back in Hawaii, it was so good. Like, I miss it so much. Yeah. I think everybody was just oh. like, so excited and now just let down. Yeah, um, I'm not sure when the next one's going to be. Hopefully it's again soon, but yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we... we um, Watch the, the surfing a lot. Yeah. Who's your favorite surfer? Shui. Um, good question. Like right now? Okay, let's go back. When you were younger, who was yeah. your who was the guy who you was the guy? To? Um, really young. It was probably like Andy Irons for sure. He was he was my favorite. And Kelly Slater, you couldn't go past him. And then as I was getting older, I used to love Joel, Mick and Dingo. Um, local from, boys. Yeah, local boys, they were yeah. always good. And then now um John John, he's sure. uh, he's amazing to watch in contests Jeez, and freezes. What about Dane Reynolds? Huh? Yeah, Dane Reynolds also. Bobby yeah. Martinez. Yeah. That's, that's my local guy. California. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, dude, those guys are gnarly. Yeah, get Dane Reynolds back on the yeah. tour. I know, oh, dude, he's... Yeah. He's, he's, he's so been, fucking dude, gnarly. He's so gnarly. Did you watch Free Scrubber? Free I did, I did. That was so, so good. good. That was funny. So I really funny. enjoyed that. I love that. That guy's so weird. Oh, he's so weird. <laughs> he's pretty late. He's pretty TC? No, but that uh, the footage, aerial, the water, I mean, it just looked mesmerizing there, you yeah. know, with the uh, like the color yep. and, the, and falling above. It just looked cool. Yeah. It was pretty rad that they showed his personality and then they they made fun, not they didn't make fun of him, but they yep. let it happen, yep. right? And that, that, um, that way where he just stood there. Yeah. Oh, George, jo, uh, Joe, per- Joe Trapel. Trapel. Sorry. <laughs> he, yes, it, that was, a, that was perfect. That was so perfect. Yeah. And the way Kurt 
what was he was wearing like a fucking wetsuit top, right? Yeah. And then he just kept looking at the camera. He's like, yeah, he's going straight. He's waiting for go straight. Yeah, Tommy, most casual cruising style, going straight. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it at the start when he was like. I shouldn't have a search sticker on my board anymore. That's I've, funny. I've been everywhere. Yeah. Well, yes. too barrel. Yeah, too boring. Yeah. yeah. So funny. But I mean, how do you stay that inspired? And I mean, you look at what he's writing. He's probably like, yeah. I can't, I can't surf a shortboard like I used to, but this board, you know, like I get it. And I think a lot of people do too. And it's not just him, but I think the culture of surfing, it's, it's cool to ride twin fins and you know grovelers and, yeah. and mid length. They're in all of this stuff, and it's okay, you know, because at the end of the day, it's are you having fun? And, yeah, that's you know, the thing. that's the name so, of the game right there. Yeah. As long as you're not stand, doing a stand up paddle at the pier or somewhere in some <laughs> yeah. like busy you know lineup at Kira, like the guy's like, hey, no, yeah, you're gonna get beat out. I, I kind of get where he's coming from though. Like yeah. um, growing up on the Gold Coast and then coming here to surf. Like I ride boards for funner and to get like a, a fun feeling or something that gets you yeah. excited and then you know when you get bored of that you move on to a different but, kind of board because you're not getting like that amazing wave like you yeah. kind of want so you got to find that fun. In, but they always talk about you know oh Slater's always like he's always on changing the you know what's happening in surf and yeah. surf technology. It's like look what Curran did on the five five you know. 20 and a quarter, two and a quarter, like fish board, you know, like the original, one of the original cert, like nobody was riding a fish. Then here is current at 10, 12 foot sunset here at some mister. That happened right at the same time though, that the loss you're talking five, five, 19 and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, like it's just that guy was, you know, he's been very different from the beginning. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't just, Oh, I'm retired and, now I'm just gonna try stuff. He's always trying like mm. different stuff. Yeah, I heard he was paddle. He would paddle out in heats on some like garage sailboard or something. I, I've seen that video <laughs> against Matt Hoyt. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him in Hawaii uh, like, at, off the wall riding like skimboards, like paddling into waves on skimboards and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and he serves them really good. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Because they're they're just freaks of nature. Yeah, uh, you know. I, but it, I watched John John ride that fucking weird. It, it's literally like three and a half feet long. Like it looks like a bomb, but it's flat. Mm. And it's a uh, thick nose and it had the two big fins in the back. Yeah. And he, you know, like, I'm like, how are you going to ride that? Yeah. And the waves weren't big or anything, but he was just like, <sighs> you know, you're like, how is he even. I don't get it. Like how you, you wouldn't think that? that board would turn Move the way it yeah. was moving. Yeah. So it's an, it's impressive, and I, I like it. And every you know, there's there's a lot of good content out there yeah. that I think is needed. Yep. You know, it's not just oh, who could do the biggest air. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of different segmentations to surf, and I mean, it, I like it all. Yeah, yeah. I love watching um, Torin Martin. Uh, have you guys seen many of these clips? Yeah. On his big twenties, like at Mexico points, and, and yeah, that. he gets so tubed. He gets so tubed, and um, Asher Pacey. Asher Pacey, yeah. Uh, Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. he serves twin fins unbelievably. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's just crazy how Australians are are different a little bit. You know what I mean? Like there isn't a lot of those guys like mid length slash twin fin. Like 
we have some of those guys here, but those two definitely yeah. stand yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have Alex Nost, but he's like a single fin, stylish yeah. guy. Yeah. But what? I guess it's because of the waves and the way they're riding those waves. You know, Tor yeah. and fucking Asher Pacey. Yeah. So, so the shit that he does on a twin fin yeah. that you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. But the show's not about Asher Pacey or Torn Martin. No, it's about Shuey. It's about Shuey. <laughs> yeah. And I, Banks Journal. I love it. Here in beautiful Newport Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks for having me. No, this is this is good. Um we like we we like to you know like again follow up with just you know some of these you know kind of generic question that's happening yeah, you know t- today and you know we talk about wave pools have you have you seen or been involved with like the board riders clubs that we got kind of like what we took from Australia you know you got the West Coast board riders now it's starting to pop up on the East Coast they just okay. ran an event in Florida yeah and just brings that community yeah, together, yeah. the generational yeah. community from like the old folks like Lyndon to yeah. the young bucks like us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I've actually seen at Huntington yeah. them like doing the board riders. Yeah. Um, haven't been involved myself, but every time I surf Huntington, there's also always such good um, younger surfers yeah. out there just ripping and. A lot of dads out there like coaching their um, crazy, surfers. Right? Um, people videoing constantly on the beach it's and drones. It's a bit overwhelming. Yeah, drones on the it beach. It wasn't like that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, it's a, it's a, it's a. I'm I'm the dad videoing my kid every day. Yeah. Coaching. If, unless it's like good, and then I surf. But if yeah. it's not, oh, you're one of those guys. I am. Yeah. I'm but like, yeah. Oh, I can't surf. Oh, I don't want to throw my back out by hopping. Are you going to get your kids in surfing? For sure, yeah. yeah. I've um, my oldest one Sunday. She's been pushed into a couple wave just with me on the back. Yeah. Um, Blackies, danger zone. Oh no, it was back in back in Australia. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Um, and then my youngest one, Daisy. Um, she caught her first wave at Sano. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Recently. So it's cool um, zone. yeah, she had a big smile on her face. It was you just guys like go on the weekends. They go on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. We just set up set up down at Sano for the day. And they just play, and then sometimes we push them on the waves, and then Dad gets a surf in when um, yeah. when he can't when he's allowed. Yeah, yeah, it's a good spot that. It's good. So, any, anything, um, any hobbies, anything you want to, you know, talk about yourself that normally people wouldn't know? Um, you snowboard, you said you go up to. The oh no, I don't. Oh, I, I've only ever snowboarded a couple of times. I learned in New Zealand. Um, but I would like to get more into that for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Tahoe, and I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe it goes up to the Yeah, my, um, few of my friends here, they go all the time. Yeah. They tell me about all these amazing, like, backcountry, they um, go snowboarding and stuff like that. So, so fun. Eventually, would love to, yeah, get into snowboarding. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, there's not much, many other hobbies uh, other than surfing and um, work. Kids work and kids. Kids. It takes up a lot of yeah. your time. Kids take up a lot of your time, <laughs> and then any spare time you have, it's like, I just want to go for a surf. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe when my time gets freed up, I might find yeah. a couple more hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. He's always trying to get me up to snowboard, and it's like, mm, I'm good. It's Thank so you. It's so fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's fun. It reminds you of surfing because you're doing turns, and I always say this, but it's the it's the whole experience you yeah. know like being in the mountains being outdoors yeah. hanging with the fam Going like you know like it's just yeah. a it's a great like family day or if you're just with the boys like 
you know, it's a great, yeah. fun, for sure. you know, yeah. when you're with the boys, it's like, it's like surfing like double overhead because you're just yeah. freaking, you know, like you're just charging with your kids. It's like, yeah, you're at Santa some days, you know, like the way you approach it is who you're with and what the conditions are, you know, it's, so it's, it's got a lot of, yeah. A lot of spirituality, yeah, like you sure. know, mindset. Spirituality. Oh, Whoa, dude, dude, it's so killer up there. <laughs> You've got too many Ashton Hart seltzer. Oh, not enough, man. <laughs> I'm visualizing myself up in the mountains right now. I love um, it. So, any advice to future designers? I guess, like, um, you know, coming from my experience, I guess, like, you know, working hard and putting your hand up sometimes to get in there and um, do the intern kind of thing and getting there experience learning making contacts and working for free sometimes if you have to to get your foot in the door yeah i guess that's always good good experience yeah being pretty open-minded yeah you gotta pay your dues but you know you also like you said open-minded you gotta be able to like just put yourself out there yeah and do whatever as well like until you kind of find your niche yeah yeah they ask you for a massage. Say no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that's awesome. that's what happens at Lars' house for interns. Yeah, what? Yeah. Well, I got a paid right here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then also, yeah, I guess like what I was saying before about banks being like authentic and true to yourself is pretty important as a designer. Not like selling yourself short or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this has been amazing. Yeah, you know, congrats on, on where you're at and, you know, the journey. It's been, sounds like it's been good, yeah. you know? It, it's a bummer that you uh, came here during the pandemic, but you guys have made the best of it. Yeah, it ha- out of everything that's happened, it's actually been a really good experience. Yeah, yeah. America yeah. is like a really great place. And there's like, it's made you kind of realize, you know, there's a lot more than, um, you know, having to go overseas and see, uh, see other countries. But that, that's great in itself. But, you know, the, the place that you're in, there's almost a lot, always a lot to experience as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, we'll have to surf with you. Soon. Yes, we should do that. Yeah. At the wave pool, that party you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he meant straight out in front. We got to throw that <laughs> out there in the universe and make, yeah. it, make yeah. it happen. I'll be waiting he'll, for the invite. He'll meet yeah. you at the pier. He loves the pier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost went out there. I, w- I would have seen you guys oh, today. Um, speaking of, just sorry, when, when we're talking, you got little kids. Yeah. They know about Disneyland. Do they know that Disneyland's like 20 minutes away from here? This That's a funny story. <laughs> we went there. One week before lockdown to what? Disneyland, so they yep. got to for Daisy's birthday. It's the seventh of March. Yeah, for her birthday, we took she she was only turned one year. Obviously, she didn't know what was going on, but Sunday did. So we went there, and then literally the next week, everything got locked down. So that's we cool. actually yeah. got to go there. That, that's epic. Because I mean, that's, that's cool. When you have small kids, yeah. all, that's the go-to yeah. like spot. And, yeah. yeah. Every time we drive past there now, they're like, "That's Mickey Mouse's house." Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so cool. Oh, it's fun. Well, thanks for spending time with us yeah. today. Hey, Thank you, guys. Chris Shuey. Yeah. Schulstad. Schulstad. The uh, yeah. line looks amazing from my perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Banks Journal is available at the best surf shops in the world and your better boutiques. Yep. We've got our own store at downtown LA um, too, so you'll see the full range and how it should be represented there if you have a chance to drop in. If you're in in Newport Beach, you can go to Surfside Sports or Jack's or... 
I don't know where else you guys are at, but you guys yeah. are in the best surf shops for yeah, sure. For sure, Armand. I think he was that. Um, he was on your show too. Yeah, we've got bank stuff up there as yeah. well. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, well thanks, Chris. This yeah. has been fun. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Appreciate Ashland it. and Hard Seltzer and Pot of Sushi. Pot of Ashland. Thanks, you guys. We'll we'll go surfing. Yeah, let's do it. 100%. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.